There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Good morning. Welcome to Midweek on 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here with you on the way. White Ribbon Ireland, the Irish movement of the world's largest male-led campaign to end violence against women and girls and promote gender equality, start their 16 days of activism. I meet Sean Cook. He's Chief Executive Officer of the Men's Development Network and he's educating boys in our schools about these campaigns. The Irish campaign, the Irish Cancer Society is in the urgent need of volunteer drivers to provide transport for cancer patients to and from their hospital appointments I meet Brian Croke he's one of the volunteer drivers from Mead plus I love music from Adele Ed Sheeran Bruno Mars and lots more WhatsApp and text lines are open 086 1800 658 11 to 1 on LMFM with Court. see gilmores.ie Good morning, hope you're doing well today. Sinead Brazel here with you till one. And already the regulars get in touch on 086 658 Great to hear from you as always. And I know it's a bit of a grey, wet, damp start to the day, but I think it is going to brighten up later on. And I hope you are feeling good anyway, wherever you are and whatever you're doing today. Now, we've lots to get through on the show today, but I can't believe like I haven't gotten a chance all week to talk about this fantastic show that came back on our screens on Sunday night yeah I'm a celebrity get me out of here not the jungle version the castle the cold damp castle version in Wales and I'm loving it I love it every year I have to say it is a great TV series already we've had Naughty Boy being very naughty smuggling in his spices We've had Richard Madley going on about his wife all the time and he has such a foul tongue, doesn't he? Cursing the whole time. Also, Frankie Bridge surviving the turrets of terror. We've had the horrible eating trials, all of that. And last night, Paralympian Kadena Cox um, has really opened up about her own sort of situation, her health struggles. She was diagnosed with MS and she's saying that, you know, she likes to talk about her medical condition to help people get a better understanding of it, which is, you know, really, uh, you know, admirable. And a lot of the celebrities in the camp are praising her and calling her inspirational and everything else because her story was just incredible last night and she really kind of opened up and poured her heart out to her ca- fellow campmates last night. But it is fantastic, the I'm a Celebrity. And I found this really cool article, actually. I think it was on Breaking News, talking about, you know, why do we love 
this show and why do we love celebrities in, in this kind of situation and uh, they go through a, a couple of different reasons so yeah we love to watch the celebrity people suffer we do <laughs> and apparently um, there's a Japanese word mishuma which means the misfortune of others tastes like honey. <laughs> so this is what we're engaging in, isn't it? Uh, with regards to all of this. So we love to watch the celebs suffer. We really do. Um, uh, even if we don't think that they're, they're really that famous. I mean, like some of them this year I was going, who's that now? I don't know. But there's something so satisfying watching a Z-list celebrity having to guzzle foul-smelling liquids or suffer creepy crawlies and all of that, you know? There's something in that. Uh, You can mock them from a safe distance, you know? Nobody's going to, unless you're on Gogglebox (laughs) and people are going, you know, oh God, she's very mean saying that about them. You, at home, in your own house, you can totally mock them all you like, can't you? You can. That's That's the great thing about this. Um, you kind of feel sorry for them as well. It's sort of the whole thing just kind of pulls on our heartstrings a bit. It really does. Uh, so you do sort of feel sorry for them. Um, and, you know, there is that bit of empathy. It gives us something to talk about. <laughs> okay, That should have been the first thing I said. It gives us something to talk about. There's nothing going on. We want a break from the other C word in our lives. We want to be talking about celebrities. We want to be talking about what they're having to eat. All of that. And my own brush with this back in 2019 when I did the the for the draw to homeless aid. Let me tell you, I nearly was knocked out after the first round. It's not fun. It's not fun being in the doing all the challenges and everything else. We did have great crack doing this, and it certainly brought us together. You bond as a group, even with people that you only kind of know as acquaintances. You definitely bond as a group. I think I got through about four or five challenges before I was kicked out, which I was really happy about, by the way, because the challenges that were to come after I was kicked out, I was like, no thanks, I'm I'm not going there. But it is. It's back on our television television screens I'm completely hooked are you watching it I'm a celebrity let me know if you are 086 but you're listening to LMFM Radio Sinead Brazel here with you till one um, somebody's <laughs> I love this somebody's sending me a message I think it's Martina on 086-1800-658. Hi Sinead, random observation. It's 11.15am, she says, and the moon still hasn't gone to bed yet. Have a look, it's still in the sky. I don't know what's going on there. I can't look at the sky at the moment. I'm in a box here. There's no there's no windows uh, going on here in the studio, but I believe you. I, I'm not sure what's going on. Listen, it's kind of just, uh, from November really until January, it's just one big long night, isn't it? A lot of the time. Thank you for that random uh, observation there, Martina. Um, Caroline McCabe has been on and she says thank you so much for the night of one act plays in Solstice. This is Navin Theatre Group. They are running their one act shows from now until Saturday. Solsticeartcentre.ie by the way is where you'll find the details for tickets. Um, but Caroline was our winner last week and she says she went to the show last night. She says thank you, thank you, thank you so much for the, the, the tickets. Myself and my 12 year old son were laughing from start to finish. I told you Navin Theatre Group fantastic organisation they really are brilliant they put on such a great show every single year delighted that you enjoyed it Caroline and for people who want to go along to that um, it's all about life, love, lockdown all that kind of thing series of one act plays original original one act plays as well um, 
you'll get the tickets on Solstice Arts Centre website and they are running that until Saturday. So delighted that you enjoyed that. Now, speaking of competitions and prizes, I have a nice competition for you. As you know, Radio Bingo, LMFM Radio Bingo is back. I have another two books for one of you to give away. So you get two books today. Nice little treat for you midweek on a Wednesday. As you know, LMFM Radio Bingo is back and we have great daily prizes. There's people all over the North East winning cash left, right and centre on this we have big big jackpots this week's jackpot 8,000 euro don't forget to buy your book for the games online lmfm.ie or from outlets throughout the northeast I have uh, two bingo books for one of you up for grabs and look at I'm going to keep it really simple because it's Wednesday it's hump day all you have to do is simply whatsapp or text me the words bingo followed by your name and address to 086-1800-658 couldn't be simpler bingo followed by your own details to 086-1800-658 and I'll give out those books towards the end of the show Ed Sheeran with Bad Habits now um, I mentioned a couple of weeks back that I was at the an event that the Drogheda Seroptimists were holding the Seroptimists are a fantastic organisation um, for women uh, they work to kind of improve the lives really of women around the world and there is a, an organisation in Drogheda and they I was chatting to them after the event and they mentioned a white ribbon campaign that they were very much supporting so white ribbon been. This is something it started um, I think it started in Canada in the 90s uh, originally but it's um, been on the go in Ireland uh, in the last number of years it's the Irish movement of the world's largest male-led campaign to end violence against women and girls and promote gender equality and um Towards the end of November, they do a campaign every year to highlight the work that they're doing and there's going to be 16 days of action and the Drogheda Seroptimists are very much involved in this as well and we will be hearing about their involvement over the next couple of days. But I'm going to be chatting to a very interesting man. His name is Sean Cook. He's the CEO of Men's Development Network and Sean has been working with men uh, for the last number of years on various different things from all walks of life but he's very much um, part and leading this White Ribbon campaign and he's going to be in Drogheda to promote this as well. We're going to be chatting to Sean Cook all about this just after these. 11 to 1 on LMFM. White Ribbon Ireland is the Irish movement of the world's largest male-led campaign to end violence against women and girls and promote gender equality. White Ribbon start their 16 days of activism this week, raising awareness of and helping end violence against women and gender-based violence in conjunction with the national and international campaign. There's a number of events being organised locally in Drogheda by the women's group the Drogheda Seroptimists who are supporting the campaign but my first guest has been working with Men's Development Network for a number of years educating boys and men around gender-based violence he's an advocate for human rights and gender equality and he's been leading the White Ribbon campaign here I'm delighted to welcome Sean Cook CEO of Men's Development Network to 11 to 1 how are you doing Sean? Good morning, Sinead, and how are you? I'm great, I'm great, and very happy to support this fantastic campaign. But before we get into that, Sean, uh, tell us a little bit more about the Men's Development Network, a fantastic organisation on the go since the late 90s, I believe, isn't that right? Absolutely, yeah, uh, 1997. So uh, next year we're celebrating our 25th year. Uh, so there'll be a range of events around that time to kind of celebrate the past, the present and the future. Uh, it primarily came about uh, when a group of men came together to see could they best support each other becoming 
better fathers, better partners, uh, better husbands. Um, and it was very much around uh, sitting in circles and supporting each other. And that's where the kind of the genesis of, of the work came from. And then it moved on from that, you, developing a technique of around engaging men around this work, um, where it started to get into other particular pieces of work around health, health and well-being, developmental work, and also addressing the issue around gender equality. So it, it has moved from that role into a more a kind of a, a program of work where we engage, where we, what we try to do is enc- encourage men to live their most authentic lives. Uh, and that's very much around then a transforming masculinity's perspective. And we do that then through a range of different programs, uh, like the advocacy work which is happening this week and over the next 16 days in terms of White Ribbon, or even the Turn Off the Red Light campaign, which is around the implementation of the Sexual Offences Act. Um, and so we would do that kind of advocacy work, but also we would run a number of national programs, which is our national health program, which is engaged, which is about uh, doing a trainer-trainer program and training providers in the most appropriate way to engage men and boys around their health and well-being. Uh, we'd also then run a national program in relation to domestic violence intervention program, where we work with perpetrators of domestic violence and, and encourage and, and our partners and try and encourage them to, into a change behaviour program that protects and, and keeps women and their children safe. And then our other national program then is uh, is the Bail Advice Line, which is uh, a free phone service for male victims of domestic abuse. So we're the only organisation in the country that's actually offering both work yeah. with perpetrators and uh, uh, victims as well. Very important work, Sean. It's such a, it's such a worthwhile organisation to, to have. And, uh, you know, the, part of this, as you mentioned there, is the White Ribbon Campaign. This is something Men's Development Group have been leading in Ireland for the last number of years. What is mm-hmm. the White Ribbon Campaign all about and how did it start here in Ireland? Well, it started here in Ireland uh, through the introduction of a guy called Michael Kaufman, who he started it up in Canada. Uh, in the late 90s, uh, uh, in the early 90s in Canada, uh, there was a, the, it's been classified as a massacre where an individual went into a polytechnic in Ontario and he murdered 14 women. Mm. And which was kind of a, an incredible kind of uh, horrendous kind of uh, incident to happen. And from that, the White Ribbon campaign emerged uh, in Canada and quickly grew across the country where there's actually over 16 nations across the country now who engage in the White Ribbon campaign. And it's very much around men taking the opportunity to step into the conversation around gender-based violence and gender equality um, and to take and to step up as well uh, around kind of trying to having a significant role and leading and being role models and modelling their behaviour to ensure that we kind of reduce and end violence against women. Um, and yeah. that, that, so that, that's the origins of yes. at the end of the day. So, so there's a number of things that we do around the White Ribbon campaign, which is primarily around the awareness program, but there's also the opportunity to take the pledge as well, you know, mm-hmm. uh, where you kind of you promise never to commit, condone or remain silent about violence against women. And we encourage men to take that, uh, that, that particular pledge. But also what we try to do is encourage men into the conversation. Yeah, and I think that this is the the critical thing because we hear lots of conversations where people saying, "Listen, this is a men's problem, and we need to sort this out. Men need to step up and do whatever it may be." Uh, and and there's an element, there's a significant element of truth in relation to that. But I think it's the manner in how we engage them in the conversation. Mm. Uh, I think sometimes what actually happens when you don't kind of invite people into a conversation, or, or when it's pointing a finger 
yeah. or applying shame upon a, a situation, wherever it may be. People are resistant to that and and they, they, they kind of step back from it. So we try and encourage men into the conversation uh, to engage with our with our women and uh, and girls in their lives and listen to what they are saying and hearing and understanding it and then reflecting on their own privilege, you know, because we yeah. all have privilege, you know, but to reflect on that privilege as well so that you can actually have empathy in terms of what the situation is. Yeah, and uh, do you know what you're, what you're saying there is so important, Sean, because the conversations came up in my own house even around, you know, and it's been very much in the media at the moment as well. Uh, the, this idea of, you know, you know, women when they have to walk, say, home from somewhere, particularly sure. if it's dark. You know, this idea of well, I would always be looking one eye over my uh, my shoulder, sort of thing, keys in hand. You know, and we had this conversation at home, and my husband, whilst he was aware of it, you know, to an extent, but I don't think he realised the full impact that it was having on, say, myself and and my daughter. You know, this idea of we would run to a place or we would avoid walking in in the dark at all costs if we can. So that's. Really really important and like you say it's about opening up this conversation at home with the men in our lives and kind of letting them in to it and not as you say pointing fingers um part of the work that you're doing with this as well is visiting schools educating young men about violence against women you know what they can do to stop this that kind of thing and i know that there was a plan to visit saint oliver's school who's across the road from us here who have been just so prolific really in a lot of the work that they've been doing for uh, to be awarded a white flag isn't that right uh, yes, indeed. And I think uh, to just to commend uh, St. Oliver's and, and uh, the principal there, Barbara Carr, like, you know, um, and the support that they've got actually from the Sorostomists as well within the within the, the Drogheda area. They have been an exemplar really for us mm. um, in terms of the, the White Ribbon campaign. And uh, like what we would do is we'd do a number of workshops in schools and create a number of uh, uh kind of events in which people, they themselves can raise awareness among themselves within the school, where they start to have the conversation themselves, where they embed in their, in their school a, a kind of a, a, an equality, an understanding of equality, and also the, the, the non-acceptance of violent behaviour, whether that be verbal or physical or sexual, you know. So, that there's, there, so they, they have, they've been really fantastic. They've taken it on every year. Their transition year students do, do a whole range of different events throughout the year. Really positive stuff, producing videos and songs and things to raise awareness, which are really, really fantastic. You know, so they are, they are one of the, the, uh, the major schools. And I suppose it has a real relevance to that school in light of the fact that Jill Maher was a past Of student. course, yep. And I think, you know, but I, I think that's a real relevance on us in terms of where it's at. But I think more importantly, I think it would, they probably would have done this anyway. They would have. They're that kind of a school. They too. really are. And, and we commend them. So in terms of, you know, this 16 day campaign is kickstarting now. What are you hoping that the general public take away from this White Ribbon campaign? I mean, look at, you know, we only have to look at statistics during the you know the lockdown about domestic mm-hmm. violence cases on the rise. I mean, a campaign like this is more important now than ever. So what you hoping that people take away from this? Well, really, what I hope is that uh, people get a sense that actually there are a significant amount of men for stuff who wish to who wish to step into the conversation are, yeah. and, are, and are actively stepping into the conversation uh, in relation to addressing these issues of violence against women. And they're doing it in a way that is a, is a positive reflection of them as opposed to saying that we need to fix men, there's something wrong with men, this is a men's problem around this. So they're being actively being positive in terms of their engagement around addressing this issue and working in allyship 
with women to address the issue. Like, you know, so they're working together in collaboration, and that's really important that we create these allies together. So it requires men to do a number of things, Sinead, and one is that the first office is to step in, to step into the conversation and listen to the women and, 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 and uh, partners in their lives, okay? To step up and confront the, con- confront the behaviours of people that are in, in, inappropriate, whatever it may be. And then thirdly, sometimes it's a matter of stepping back and reflecting on their own self and their own position and their own privilege where they are and, and, to, and to not talk when there's nothing need to be said. Yeah, um, and those things are really important. So it, it is around that there's awareness of men are in, the, are in that space, but also that they are they are a significant ally and need to be in the space in which to make sure that we do a real cultural change because it is a significant cultural shift that needs to happen here. Oh, I couldn't agree with you more, Sean. Really and truly, what you're saying is is absolutely accurate. You know, it needs to, and and what you're saying as well in terms of bringing men into the conversation and not closing it down and saying, this is your problem, fix it. That's not going to be conducive to to moving forward. Sean, I think what you're doing with Men's Development Network is fantastic and, and with this campaign as well. Thank you so, so much for joining me on the show to highlight all the work that you're doing. I listen, appreciate that, Jeanette, and really thanks a million for uh, for taking the call and, uh, and giving us an opportunity to promote it. Really appreciate it. Thank you, you. You are so welcome, not at all. Sean Cook there, CEO of Men's Development Network. A lot to think about with regards to what he's saying there. Let it resonate with you, what he's saying. And I think that, you know, working together with regards to this really is the way forward. You can find more details. White Ribbon have a Facebook page here in Ireland. They're on social media all over the place. You can find out more information about the 16-day campaign. We will be talking to the Gerardus are optimists as well and St. Oliver's about their involvement in this as well in the coming days. 11 to 1 on LMFM. Still to come on 11 to 1, the Irish Cancer Society is in urgent need of volunteer drivers to provide transport for cancer patients to and from hospital appointments. I meet Brian Croak, he's one of the volunteer drivers from Meath. Plus, Black Friday shoppers beware when online shopping. I have some tips for you. 11 to 1 on LMFM with Gilmore's Kings Court. See gilmores.ie. Sinead Brazzle here with you till one and I have something nice for you because it's hump day. I do. As you all know, LMFM Radio Bingo is back with a bang and we have great daily prizes and big, big jackpots for you to win. And this week's jackpot is a whopping €8,000. Don't forget you can buy your book for any of the games, any of the weeks, lmfm.ie or from a huge range of outlets throughout the North East and today, I want to do something nice because it's hump day. I want to give you the chance to win two bingo books. One winner, two bingo books, okay? All you have to do is text me the word or, or WhatsApp me the word bingo, followed by your details to 086 1800 658. And we'll pick a winner for that very, very shortly. Bingo, that's it. Just the word bingo, followed by your own details. 086-1800-658 and don't forget lmfm.ie is where you'll find all of the information about the bingo. Now it's time for this. 
LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Whether you're extending, building or replacing your windows and doors, talk to your local Senator Windows dealer today on 1850 77 Temperatures out there 5 to 7 degrees. Sunset is at 4.15pm and sunrise tomorrow is 10 past 8. On this day in 1991, Freddie Mercury unfortunately passed away of AIDS at just the age of 45. And today is Sardine Day. Sardines originally got their name from the Mediterranean island of Sardinia. Go figure. And uh, it's a great source of B12 and omega fatty acids. So turning up your nose at sardines, which I would do, to be honest, could be preventing us from enjoying a delicious addition to your meal. So Sardine Day is an opportunity to learn more about these little fish and kind of include them in your diet. LMFM Northeast Update. The Buzz on LMFM with the Crown Plaza Dundalk featuring Ireland's tallest work of art rooftop restaurant, bistro bar and conference rooms wedding and banqueting for up to 400 people The thecrownplazadundalk.ie has it all Hi, I'm Hannah Nicky Byrne has revealed that manager Louis Walsh almost killed Westlife The band were on the Jonathan Ross show and he told a story of when Louis offered to drop them home So we were driving along out to where I live and we approached a roundabout and I was in the back of the car and I remember looking and thinking all these bright lights coming towards Louis will slow down he just kept going you know cute so we're Louis and he's like pulled in what and he goes I told you I don't know the north side of Dublin too well (laughs) an Italian engineer whose dad was a professional chef in Milan has taken home the Great British Bake Off title 2021 Giuseppe Delano triumphed over fellow contestants Crystal and Chiggs in arguably the closest ever final of the Channel 4 show. The winner of the Great British Bake Off is... Giuseppe. Andrew Bullock has shut down the running rumour that she's in the upcoming third Spider-Man movie. During an appearance on Jimmy Kimmel Live, the actress set the record straight. You know what? If that were a, a, a rumour that my son had heard, do you know how much I would get him to do in the house? <laughs> I, would, he would, I would be so successful in my request. Like three Santas combined. If I was like, who did they say I was going to be? Like his grandmother or something? Uh, That's the buzz. I'm Hannah. <laughs> The Buzz on LMFM with the Crown Plaza Dundalk featuring Ireland's tallest work of art rooftop restaurant, bistro bar and conference rooms wedding and banqueting for up to 400 people thecrownplazadundalk.ie has it all Yeah, I want to see Sandra Bullock in a Spider-Man movie I would line up for tickets to see that I really would Big fan of hers Now, just to let people know Drogheda and District Chamber are holding a virtual webinar business briefing tomorrow from 1.30 to 2.30pm This session will include Chamber President Robert Murray in conversation with local businesses and a special update as well on employment law Okay, so that's happening tomorrow from 1.30 to 2.30pm All the details will be on the Drogheda and District Chamber website. Love is a selfless act doing something for other people and my next guest has been doing that for the past uh, year or so he has um, he retired in 2019 and he decided to give something back and he approached the Irish Cancer Society who were in need of volunteer drivers and 
he has been driving around uh, with cancer patients, bringing them to hospital appointments and he's been doing this for the last uh, little while. But the Irish Cancer Society are now looking for more people like our next guest, Brian Croke. He is from County Mead. He's going to tell us all about what he does as a volunteer driver for the Irish Cancer Society. We're going to join Brian just after these. 11 to 1 on LMFM. The Irish Cancer Society, a vital organisation doing so many amazing things for people that are going through cancer. And one of their services is uh, volunteer driving. And uh, they are in need of urgent volunteer drivers to provide transport for cancer patients to and from their chemotherapy treatments. Last year, the society uh, provided 735 journeys for cancer patients in Meath and just under 12,000 journeys throughout Ireland. It's a vital service for those that are undergoing treatment who may not have family and friends uh, to drive them around or may not be up to driving themselves to appointments and due to Covid there is even more of a need uh, for drivers to come on board and volunteer their time. Joining me now to tell us more about his own experience as a volunteer driver is Brian Croke from County Meath. How are you doing Brian? Hello Sinead, good afternoon to you. Great to have you on the show. So tell me first of all Brian, why did you decide to sign up as a volunteer driver for the Irish Cancer Society? Well, I retired at the end of 2019 and uh, I was aware of the Irish Cancer Society, the volunteer driving end of things through uh, a golf colleague of mine, a golf buddy, and he was telling me he was a volunteer driver. So when I retired, I um, applied to the Irish Cancer Society for it. And then, of course, we went into everything with COVID lockdown. Of course, yeah. During 2020, we had the training sessions in Zoom and so on. And uh, then it just all came good at the end of 2020 for me. And I I was officially approved as a volunteer driver. But it's also, you know, it's just something to be able to support Mm. the clients with uh, that there's enough upset and anxiousness for them having to go for treatment and without having to worry about how we're getting into the Matter Hospital or the Beaumont Hospital or whatever it is. So it's great just to be able to, to do that end of things for them and bring them there and bring them home, you know. Absolutely, because you're providing a vital service to people in a really vulnerable situation. I mean, it must be so rewarding to be able to give back in this way. Well, you know, that, that that's the, I suppose in a way that's the the, the line that it's something to give, you know, to give something back. But to be honest, it's just, you know, I mean, if being totally selfish on it, when I retired, I said, right, I play golf and all of this. I have my garden. What else can I do to make sure that I, because I was working five days a week, that I have something else to say. So from a selfish point of view, it, it takes, it, I can uh, give a day to it. And, and But having said that, you know, yeah, it is. It's, it's rewarding for me. It's, um, I I enjoy talking with people if they want to talk and, uh, you know, having the crack with them and so on. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's good for both of us. Um, Yeah. You're, it's oh, yeah. mutually beneficial. I see what you're yeah. saying. And as you said, you know, you, you, you're talking about um, the crack and all the rest of it. I mean, at the end of the day, these people are going up, as you mentioned there, you know, for a really upsetting, worrying time. Yeah, somebody absolutely. like you is a, is a great distraction, I'd imagine, on the journey up. Oh, oh somebody <laughs> like me is a great distraction. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I've, I have been called a distraction before. Okay. Um, no, it's, it's, it's lovely. I mean, you know, I have brought... Um, the same client a few times mm. and you, you you build up a a relationship with them and a rapport with them and 
you know, it's it's a set of ears for them to for me to listen to them if they want to tell me anything or talk to me about anything, and it's all strictly confidential. Yeah. You know, we and and it's it is it's 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 good for for both of us, um, and I hope that the the clients that I've brought and so on have. You know, have enjoyed, for want of a better word, um, their trip up and back. And, you know, it just makes it, hopefully makes it a bit easier for them, you know. Absolutely. I'm sure they have, Brian, from chatting to you here just now. But I'd imagine not only would you have to be compassionate and and a great listener for a role like this, what other sort of criteria did the drivers need to really have? Well, I don't, to be honest, I, I suppose it's it's... I, I I really I, it's a hard one to answer because uh, it's just it's I don't know to be perfectly honest Sinead that you caught me, caught me there because I well what you're saying there you know I suppose like the the, the listening ear you know obviously yeah. being compassionate towards somebody providing that bit of distraction all of those kind of key things people, yeah, yeah if you want to just support people and, yeah. and help out in your community I mean I live in Dunshockland and I would myself I, I would look for um, you know the areas of Drumree, mm-hmm. Dunsany, Kilmessen, Ratoth, and Dunshockland. And if there's a drive in any of them areas, I would volunteer to do it. Um, you know that's within maybe ten kilometres radius of of uh, of Dunshockland and so on. And that's the way I work it. Yeah. And you know it's it's that that's okay. I that suits me. Um, and that's what it's about as well, isn't it? It's about kind of working around your own hours too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just going to say to you because the Irish Cancer Society, you know, they are in real need at the moment. COVID has put an absolute spanner yeah. in all of this in yeah. terms of uh, people trying to, to get access to these services. How would you encourage somebody who might be listening now who kind of was in the same boat well, as yourself? I would just ask them to, to think about, you know, particularly if, if you're retired and or if you have you're working and that you have a day free. You know, I it's generally two days or three days a month that I would do. Okay. And I, and I pick my days because, you know, I have things, uh, I play golf on a Tuesday. Oh, listen, nothing uh, can be coming in the way of the golf, no, I know. Absolutely not. So at the end of the day, a Monday and a Thursday are the days I look for and I can do a drive. And if there's a drive available, I'd volunteer to do that. Um, I, I think for people, we, we do need it. Um, and... It's it's it is satisfying, very satisfying. The, you know, if people would just think about it, that if you have, you know, I drive up to the Matter Hospital, and I could might have to pick someone up at seven o'clock in the morning, or mm-hmm. it could be half eleven or whatever. But what I do is I assign that day to them, um, and I would drop them if I've dropped people at pick them up at seven and drop them at Matter Hospital at quarter to eight, and it could be one o'clock before. I get a call to go and collect them. That's mm-hmm. fine because that day has been given over to the Irish Cancer Society from my point of view. So if somebody can spare a day, it might only be a couple of hours. It yeah. might be five or six hours. But if someone has a day to spare, think about it. If you're comfortable with people and talking with people and listening, then go for it. You know, it's it's something that is wor- very worthwhile and it's needed. It really is it's, needed. It's a yeah. bad state of affairs to say that, you know, we do, we need volunteers. With that. It's a voluntary service that, mm. is, that is doing this uh, in, the, in the, the country and so on. But even during COVID, we did it. I, my first drive was, I think, last 
January or February. Um, and, like, there was nobody on the road. It was great. Mm. It was, we were able to get in and so on. But it still has to be done. And, you know, I don't see it as a chore. I don't see it as a job. I see it as something that I decided I wanted to do. And I wanted to do it voluntarily. And that's it for me, you know. And it's just to give support the community, you know. Yeah, and there's absolutely. plenty of people who probably just don't, that are listening to this, don't even realise that this is happening. Um and, you know, it's just something, if, if we get one person out of 10 or 20 that's listening today and say to themselves, here, that could be something for me, do please go for it. And uh, the training sessions are can be done by Zoom. We yep. went through it by Zoom. And, um, and it doesn't know, take it, too it, long, as you say, no, as no, well. Yeah, all, absolutely. Absolutely. And as, uh, yeah, absolutely, Brian, as you're, as you're saying, they're so, so worthwhile and rewarding. Yeah. I think you're fantastic at what you're doing, uh, Brian. Keep going with it. And thank you so, so much for joining me on the show today. You're very welcome. Thank you, Sinead. Thanks thank a million. You. What a lovely guy. Imagine having a nice car drive with Brian Croak. I, you know, definitely put a smile on my face, that's for sure. Cancer.ie, that is where you're going to find the information. If you go on to cancer.ie forward slash volunteer driver service, you can find all the details there or you can email if you're interested you can uh, email volunteer at irishcancer.ie and they would be so so appreciative Anish Ain Crack Air LMFM Kenny Ryan Show Erin Law Show Sublin 1859 files you on the origin of species by means of natural selection on Lowerish Grave Charles Darwin for evolution Rinna Darwin a Hurd Research Airboard in HMS Beagle 1831 Hog she couple be in air and theory a curl a kela, August fiche reluctant on lower curmach, tushkin yaki she against on account of Savibla, fui avloid. Fi in lower mar sell out, August glock scientist lesson theory, och vi creasly in a quinna, a glech heresy er ober Darwin. Lan and controversy arrive er fan a blintha, och nur forche boss, civilian 1882, fi Darwin curha a Westminster Abbey, and nakala reha, August banrianacha, coma le important figures ella, sonolia. Shine, crack him leg. Ain Crack or LMFM getting a message in on 086-1800-658 from Sean in Dundalk to add to that criteria Sinead for the criteria for the driver it's good to have support and understanding and those who went through cancer and went and got uh, the car drivers to meet up and down would be a great help so Sean so Sean speaking from personal experience there thank you so much for that Sean uh, yeah it is it's such a worthwhile thing to do it really is if you have you know if you're somebody that maybe only works part time or if you're somebody that is retired or if you're somebody if, who is out of work and you're in between jobs maybe and you want to keep yourself going this is a great way to give back cancer.ie for all of the information on that now on the way I have music from Eagle Eye Cherry and if you are trying to spot a bargain on Friday Black Friday I have some top tips for you when you're shopping online 11 to 1 on LMFM If you're looking out for some deals this Black Friday, I have some top tips to watch out for. But first, let's get back to the music. Here's Eagle Eyed Cherry on LMFM. I know a lot of people will be looking to save a lot of money on Friday because the Black Friday deals will be happening. And uh, look, when it comes to this sort of stuff, you know, we just have to be careful, don't we? We really do, particularly when shopping online. And consumer protection officials have issued warnings ahead of the big shopping day because there's a huge increase in rogue traders online and this is ongoing really since the start of the pandemic and they're coming up with all sorts of different inventive ways to target us and it's scary the amount of scams that's going on at the minute but um, according to the Irish Mirror 
newspaper the Competition and Consumer Protection Commission have released a checklist okay so things to kind of keep in mind to make sure that you're not scammed we definitely don't want any scams happening around this time of the year so the first thing is to check the location of the website so when you're shopping online make sure that you check the registered address of a business before you buy okay so if the business is outside of the EU you should look for an alternative EU store to ensure that you have stronger rights so if you encounter any issues um um, you know, so things like, you know, like the big brand stores, they are going to have EU Irish based ones, maybe uh, the UK as well. So make sure that you're kind of um, looking for those kind of ones. Anything outside the EU may not automatically apply, which will make it more difficult to resolve issues such as if their delivery doesn't arrive or if there's a faulty product, that kind of thing. So is the item you're looking for cheaper on one website? So... Be careful, it's saying, of small unknown traders that might be offering a product that is in high demand that this Christmas and is sold out elsewhere. Okay, so I know, was it the PlayStation? Is there a new edition of the PlayStation out at the moment? That seems to be the huge one that everyone was talking about and lining up for and they're gone. So be careful if these products that you know are sold out elsewhere, just be kind of sceptical of this. A cheaper price doesn't always mean a better deal. And according to the experts, if it looks too good to be true, more often than not, it probably is. OK, so so do check that. Another thing, and this is something that I always do automatically now, is check online reviews. OK, so when you're shopping online, you know, you're not sure kind of who you're buying from, what the product is like, all of that. So if you go on and check their reviews and on their social media, you'll get a much better idea of how reliable this business is. So if they're rating high, in the reviews then it's all good but obviously if they're rating low then kind of question what, what's going on. Also check for mistakes on the website. This is a good one now. If you're unsure of a website take a closer look at the content on the pages so watch out for things like spelling and grammar mistakes or if the language the way it's uh, written on the page doesn't sound quite right. Also look at their contact us page and if they have uh, be wary if they don't have any contact information other than an online form. So sometimes you might have an online form and that's it. Just because a website has an IE address does not mean it is an Irish registered business. Okay, that's really important as well. How do they want you to pay? Okay, PayPal, you know, things like that. Uh, try to use online the payment systems like that or the, the Revolut, that kind of stuff. That's going to make things much more secure uh, for you as well. So uh, PayPal or prepaid credit card to avoid potential scammers getting hold of your bank details. Avoid like the plague websites that are looking for bank transfer facility or request that you pay by card over the phone. That shouldn't be happening. Experts also advise to look out for an S after the HTTP. Okay, so you know at the beginning of your website and it'll have the URL there, uh, HTTP. And then if there's an S, okay, at the beginning of the URL and a padlock system, that shows that it's secure. So, you know, the little padlock, that's always a good one to look out for as well. Okay, and the last one that they have here for you is to check the item complies with the EU safety regulations and standards. So when your item arrives, open the package, check the item for irregularities or issues straight away. So particularly for toys, you know, the CE mark on the product, stuff like that, the quality assurance marks, those kind of things, that should be on it, okay? Uh, the CE mark it's saying here is essentially the manufacturer's declaration that the product is complying with these EU safety regulations and standards. Now, if you want more details on this, by the way, we do have uh, the, that list that I've 
gone through is on lmfm.ie but also if you check out ccpc.ie okay that's the consumers website that's the website to trust and you can find all of the details there they have a whole article there on Black Friday so just you know bear all those things in mind and make sure you know everything is adding up for you right before you click buy on these things as well because it's so easy to get sucked in by those deals and you know we don't want scamming and things like that happening to you at this time of the year so shop safely to one on LMFM want to say congratulations to Anne Hand and Carrick McCross you're getting our bingo books today congratulations to you that is our lot on the show for today thank you to your to everybody who contributed and for your company as always I leave you in the company of Monday and Sharon Shannon have a great day I'll chat to you tomorrow I took a stroll down the- 11 to 1 on LMFM with Gilmore's Kings Court see gilmores.ie LM. 